1: It's eight minutes after eight. Thank you so much for staying with uh, AM Live. If you have been with us all morning, if you've just tuned in, welcome to the show. Now, this morning on the Forum at 8, uh, we're asking the question whether the new rules in Parliament will bring about order in the National Assembly. Will it empower the presiding officers or will it merely serve to suppress other members of Parliament? Now, the National Assembly has adopted new rules which have been met with mixed reaction. Uh, The ANC welcomed the adoption of the amended rules of the National Assembly last week. Week, which spells out processes to be followed by presiding officers when dealing with disruptive members when the house is in session now the new rule further clarifies the role of the police and parliament security guards it states that when a member is found to be unruly the presiding officer will ask the member to leave and if that mp refuses to do so then he or she will be removed by parliamentary security guards one outside uh, once outside one outside of, of the parliament precinct. Uh, police can then intervene and remove the MP from the premises altogether and within 24 hours of uh, the incident a multi-party committee will be formed to meet to decide on the course of action that needs uh, to be taken. So we are joined this morning by uh, some political party representatives to uh, discuss this matter and how this actually will improve matters within the National Assembly. And joining us is Mr. Stone Sizane who is the ANC Chief Whip in Parliament Thanks for your time this morning
2: Good morning, uh, Sagina.
1: Also with us, Dr. Corne Mulder Who is the Chief Whip of the Freedom Front Plus Thanks for your time, Dr. Mulder
0: Thank you, good morning
1: John Stienhazen, who is the Chief Whip of the Democratic Alliances Thanks for speaking to us, John
0: Good morning to you and good morning to
3: your listeners Thanks for having me on the show
1: And uh, we're joined by the Deputy President of the Economic Freedom Fighters uh, Mr. Floyd Chibambu, thanks for your time as well
4: uh, good morning, Fakini, and morning to listeners of
1: AfriAsia. Now, uh, firstly, you know um, I have a tweet here uh, uh, from uh, someone calling themselves the King, and the King says, "My question is, will the rules actually change and strengthen Parliament, and thus make a difference to the lives of ordinary South Africans?" Um, Mr. Stone will it?
2: Well. It depends on the the, because most of the time uh, the political parties always complain about the presiding officers interpretation of the rules and now there's clarity on those rules which makes it possible for the presiding officers to effect judgments or decisions that would be seen to be fair for everybody because they have been clarified fairly because they have not been clear in the past, and hence there was a need for them to be clarified and straightened and cleared.
1: Does a clarity of rules, however, Dr. Mulder, mean that you know, uh, this will take care of the issues where members actually disagree with the presiding officers in terms of interpretation of the rules in some instances?
0: It, yes, it will assist to a certain extent. I think we've got more clarity now in terms of what the rules basically is saying and what it's meant to mean. Um, and I think in that instance it may assist. Um, I definitely think so, yes.
1: Mr Floyd Chibambu, the EFF, are uh, you seemingly unhappy with these new rules?
4: No, look, look Sakina, like uh, the, the context of uh, what has happened in Parliament uh, last week is that... Uh, There has been a process since the 4th Democratic Parliament to review the rules of the National Assembly. Now the the Rules Committee has established a subcommittee to look into the totality of how do we make the rules much more workable, to make Parliament more representative and give all parties space to raise their issues. Now, the Rules Committee uh, in Parliament only focused on one section. Of 15 chapters of the rules book of uh, the National Assembly. And that section is about how to then involve uh, members of the security services, or the protection services, to come inside the chamber to physically remove uh, members of parliament for something which they have said with their mouth. And we, we totally disagree with such an approach because we think it's problematic This does not represent the democratic discourse that we're existing in and altogether will degenerate Parliament. And uh, we do not agree uh, with the manner in which the Rules Committee has dealt with the issue. That is why we have now taken the issue to court to prove uh, that it can never be constitutional that members of Parliament, elected members of Parliament, must be physically removed, that a presiding officer can act of their own will or arbitrarily suspend members of Parliament for 5 days or 10 days or 20 days without a due process. So that is one thing One thing which we are objecting to. And and the other issue we are objecting to is, uh, is the fact that already Parliament has started a process of integrating members of the SAPS of the South African Police Service, into the employ of Parliament who are going to be utilized as bouncers, as bullies of members of Parliament. And that is the reason why the head of the services in Parliament and the DPT were fired, actually suspended by uh, the Speaker, uh, due to their uh, uh, unwillingness to cooperate with what is clearly an illegal and unprocedural integration of SAPS into the protection services of Parliament. So there's, there's lots of shenanigans that are ongoing. In parliament now because uh, the ruling party and I don't know what is the interest of the other parties are scared of the the accountability mechanism which is being carried out effectively by the economic freedom Fighters, and and we want to 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 send a clear message that there is no there's no measure there is no threat or physical threat that is going to intimidate the EFF We stay firm Whatever we have done before we will do again and there is no one who is going to physically threaten our security and we will take action as and when we, uh, whoever comes to physically delete us because if a person touches you without your approval that, that amounts to assault and we are never going to allow to be assaulted by anyone in South Africa because of what we have said with mouth. there are lots of other things that can be dealt with instead of physically uh, handling members of of Parliament. So that is the basis of our objection. Okay, and and, and, the, right. and the, it, it, that is what we have presented to court. We have written to the Speaker today that the Speaker must withdraw a would Parliament the rule that has been passed. If not, we are going to court on an urgent application to prove that such a rule cannot be constitutional.
1: Mr. John Steenhuisen, uh, the DA, and, and as uh, Mr. Chivambo was saying, he doesn't understand, uh, you know, uh, what your support of this particular rule actually means.
3: Well, it obviously means that, like any environment, whether it's a sporting code or whether it's a social club, there are rules of engagement. And sadly, since the beginning of the Fifth Parliament, the EFF has behaved in a manner that has infringed on the rights of other opposition parties to perform the functions that they were sent to Parliament to do. A good example was the last President's Question Session, where President Zuma was allowed to leave the National Assembly Chamber without having to answer a single question put to him. This is the only mechanism in Parliament that the opposition has to hold the president accountable in an unscripted manner. And for him to be allowed to get away with this is simply not acceptable. So what we have to have is protection of the freedom of speech of all parties in the House. But that cannot mean that one party that gets up and shouts the loudest uh, just simply drowns out everybody else, and that's the party that wins at the end of the day. That cannot be the case. It was never what our frame is intended Parliament to be, it's not what the Constitution intends Parliament to be. So what you cannot have is one party that prejudices the rights of every other party in the House to perform their function. Secondly, I think the big victory for us in terms of the new rule was that finally the role of the South African Police Service has been clarified, and I think the opposition has um, has managed to convince uh, all other parties in Parliament that the police are not to come into the chamber um, to, you know, to remove members of parliament, it's a Parliamentary Protection Service that's accountable to the Speaker through a multi-party oversight committee on which all parties will be represented in Parliament. We, this is not unique to the South African Parliament as well. If one looks at the rules of Parliament uh, of Parliaments around the world, from the House of Commons to, to India's Parliament, there has to be mechanisms for the rules to be enforced. Otherwise, the rules might as well not be there at all because. You cannot enforce them. they are no force in effect. And then Parliament just becomes a free-for-all. And we can't then debate the key issues that face South Africans. Unemployment, the electricity crisis, the economic disaster that South Africa finds itself in. These are all important issues which we've been prevented from debating and discussing through the behaviour of one particular political party.
1: And um, Mr. Chimambu, uh, the EFF has been accused by that not only by um, uh, you know other parties and members of Parliament, but also by ordinary South Africans. Uh, you know uh, that uh, you do uh, seem to rob some people of the opportunity to engage with issues differently from the way in which you yourself choose to do.
4: Now look, uh, we, we, there's a context within which we must deal with parliamentary issues, and, and uh, the specific issues uh, the chief of the DA is complaining about. It's about us asking Mr. Zuma to pay back the money as is instructed by the public protector. How do we sweep that under the carpet and he comes to address Parliament as if everything else is normal? This, this evidence that has been researched by a, a public institution, by a constitutional institution, the public protector's office that says that Mr. Zuma has unduly benefited out of the illegal construction of his house in Kanda. And, and, and then Parliament must go on as normal as if and it's not, nothing has happened. When public money has been misused in the manner in, in which it has been misused in Uganda, and then as members of Parliament, as representatives of the people on the ground, we must say, no, let us leave this issue aside. Let's let, let, let some other process of a, a police minister to go on, and, 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 and then we we'll discuss other issues and not, not realizing that there's a crisis. The, the, the parliament that has have, that have existed since 1994 have been letting things go that easily, and one unwilling to, to part of a sleeping parliament, of a parliament that just lets things go that easily. There have been lots of scandalous things which uh, Mr. Zuma has engaged in. Uh, a plane landed here from India, carrying his friends and his family friends, the Guptas, and no one held him accountable, because why? The political parties in Parliament are saying, let's leave this aside and discuss other issues. We can't move from the issue of Mr. Zuma paying the money eh, 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 and then we'll discuss other issues, because that is the most important issue. If we allow corruption to take root even in Parliament, then we're, we're a useless Parliament, we're not public representatives, we're not people who are representing the people on the ground who say that the little resources that the state has must be utilized for developmental purposes and many other interventions. But if we're going to brush aside everything else that is important, then we're a useless parliament that must be dissolved and doesn't deserve to exist. And there is nothing wrong with the EFF saying that Mr. Zuma must pay the money and then we'll move on on other issues. Because he every time laughs about it, jokes about it, mocks the opposition parties when they're asking a simple question of when is he paying the money as it's instructed by the public protector. Instead of him paying the money, he puts a police minister to justify the corruption that has happened in Ghana, and who can never be part of justification and closing down of cases that are uh, related to corruption in South Africa. If we allow that to happen, many other people are going to be engaged in corrupt activities and that is a principal matter that was taking on as the AFC.
1: But the question is, does that then give a people the right to break the rules? We are asking whether the new rules of Parliament will empower the presiding officers or will it simply serve to suppress other members of Parliament? 891 104 is our call-in number. You can SMS us on 34701, tweet or Facebook at AM Live on SAFM or at Sakina Kamwendo. Uh, Before we go to the lines, uh, Dr. Mulder, when it comes to the issue of accountability, how do you think Parliament has fared up until this point?
0: Well, to a certain extent, accountability is what Parliament is supposed to be doing, and I don't think we've done all that well for the simple reason that that's from our perspective that the majority party is still using its majority to prevent accountability. We've seen that in the at committees dealing with Sincandla, and that has made it very difficult. So uh, we have not said all that well in terms of accountability. If I can come back to the rule situation just for one second, I just want to bring that kind of perception, perhaps, just to put that on the table. You see, the... the, uh, Neutrality of the presiding officers has been questioned by the EFF and by other parties as well since the fifth parliament. And there's just one thing that you need to take into cognizance. This fifth parliament is the first parliament where each and every one of the presiding officers are from the ruling party. There are five presiding officers, the speaker, the deputy speaker, and three chairpersons. And in each and every parliament since 1994, members of the opposition were accommodated to serve as at least one of the presiding officers because presiding officers are there to serve the whole House. We had members appointed from the National Party in '94. Bader Ranshott, he was a deputy uh, speaker. We had Mr. Farouk Hassim from the ISP at some stage. We had Ben Skosana of the ISP. We had Sandra Bhutta from the Democratic Alliance. But this parliament is the first time that all five presiding officers are from the ruling party, and I don't think that assists us in terms of accommodating the opposition as well.
1: Uh, Mr. Sizani, your response to that? Do you think that that has anything to do with uh, the sort of behavior that we have seen in Parliament? Is it about the ANC, you know, making sure that they've got all bases covered and clamping down on what may be undesirable from their perspective?
2: I <coughs> see, uh, Honorable Shabambo is, uh, in his intimidating way, always insisting that no no ruling of the presiding officer will be obeyed by the opposition, themselves in particular, if they don't like it. And yet there are rules in parliament that prescribes if you feel offended or even prejudiced by a particular decision, there is a process through which uh, that uh, matter can be settled in the rules committee. They defy that rule, they want their own way, and it cannot be justified purely on the basis that the person who's making that decision comes from the ruling party. Secondly, they shout down everybody to a point where even the public, and our own children, believe parliament is just a, a circus, precisely because of the way they conduct themselves. And when they are brought back to line to say, ask your question, it doesn't matter how robust it is, as long as you do so in a dignified and respectful way. But they don't want that. They want their own way. He distorts even the accountability way that we conduct ourselves in Parliament for the executive. ANC MPs, including other opposition parties that went to Ngandla, publicly pronounced that whatever has happened in Ngandla is shoddy, scandalously inflated prices, and that those that are involved in this matter should be brought to book and nobody even justifies anything that has gone wrong there even the public protector did not say that there is a house that was built for the president she said the president has un- unduly benefited he and his family and that he must pay a portion of what and everybody is meant to determine what is that what does that mean perhaps today the public protector will will pronounce on that but here is a matter where a party of 25 members out of 400 takes a decision because of the limited time they have to speak which is four minutes proportional to their number decides that they will not be able to say something effective they must shout every time and they must catch a headline news they even ask before anybody speaks whether the radio is on or the TV is on so that they can be captured and be heard by the public without any other person's opinion or view is heard. What kind of democracy is that? And the fact that they are asking about the money is not wrong. But if they shout such that nobody else must be heard about that is wrong. And therefore no South African should tolerate that in their own parliament unless South Africans do not want this parliament to work anymore. And Mr. Shabangu, slip of the tongue perhaps, he says this parliament must be shut down if it does not go according to the way they want it to run. It's wrong.
1: Well, we're going to open the lines and hear what our listeners have to say, putting their questions to you as well this morning, 891 104208. Let's take a few before the news break. Andile in Lusigisigi, good morning.
5: Good morning, Sakina. Thanks very much, Sakina. Sakina, one, I think it is important that uh, Honorable Floyd must not say Public Protector, public protector is instructing in the report, she is recommending. Secondly, I think it is important that we must commend uh, uh, the, 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 the parties in Parliament to strike the deal of uh, trying to cap this uh, behaviour by EFF, because if it is if left unattended, we must let us out that society is going to copy what is happening there and there will be no rule that is applying. It is important that we, it, it must be implemented then.
1: All right. Uh, thanks so much, Andile. Let's go to Moila and Limpopo. Moshe, good morning. Morning. How are you?
6: Well, and you, Moshe? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, look, I uh, hear Mrs. Suzanne says that um, kids think that what's happening in Parliament
4: is, is uh, the secret. Um, we, the other ones, believe that the conduct
6: of the ANC uh, in the parliament is very specific to
1: Okay, unfortunately, uh, Moshe, that line uh, not uh, cooperating. We'll try and get you back after the news break, uh, but uh, quite a few questions coming through and uh, we'll come back to Mr. Cezanne about that question about uh, all the uh, presiding officers being from the African National Congress as well. would love to hear the explanation uh, for that and uh, also some of the other issues that are arising um, out of our various platforms and also questions posed by our listeners. Thank you so much for staying with us. I want to run through as many of the messages that we have here because they are coming through thick and fast. Too many uh, we won't be able to go through all, but we'll try our damnedest. Uh, starting with this one by Outside Number One says this is not about rules. It's about dealing with the EFF. Just tell Stone to ask the presiding officers to recognize them. That's all. Uh, Emmanuel Matabula says uh, they are bringing back the old parliamentary supremacy and all it says uh, is less about the parliament uh, that they actually stand for. Dollis Buluka says it's very sad that Floyd Shibambu sees chaos as an effective and progressive way to address accountability. Jacques Cupido says the DA now abandoning their military wing, the EFF, on the new rules in Parliament. And uh, Mabore says uh, we should have uh, we should have an independent body dealing with uh, Parliament rules to stop abuse of power. Parliament uh, parliamentarians are not trained for this. And then uh, Kosinge Pile says um, I think SK the problem here is the Speaker Zuma must answer the questions. See, she, she seems to protect the president and then Tabang Petla says the DA and ANC are basically condoning the use of violence to crush dissent in parliament what a pity and um, Telele says uh, EFF does infringe on people's rights by preventing other political parties from speaking in parliament and Dumisanin Tengetwa says the new rules uh, would suppress the freedom of speech and give some political parties a getaway from accountability that's all it does well um, um let Let me just get a quick response uh, because I've seen Lawson Naidu also sends a tweet wanting to know about the presiding officers and the fact that all five of them, as uh, Dr. Mulder puts it, comes from uh, the African National Congress. Mr. Sizzani?
2: There is no rule that prescribes uh, that presiding officers should come from various parties. This is not a parliament of national unity. It was a, a decision of the African National Congress originally dating from the government of national unity to involve all political parties. That is why even President Zuma had uh, uh, the opposition party as a deputy minister of agriculture coming from uh, Mr. Mulder's party. Uh, he also had uh, the deputy minister of science and technology from the NFP. Uh, there is absolutely no rule that is being followed. This is at the discretion of the president. Similarly, the African National Congress is not obliged to appoint another uh, presiding officer or a, a chair of the house from other parties. There is no uh, instruction to do so. Uh, it is done purely on the basis that uh, uh, the African National Congress would want to to show um, a, a, and extend the hand of friendship to all other parties. I can assure you, and I can assure the public, if even if uh, Minister. Uh, Honorable Floyd Shibamba could be appointed a house chair tomorrow. They will still uh, run Rashad over all the rules because it's not about who is in the chair. We have demonstrated this thing a long time ago. All the presiding officers, they have defied. They sometimes like uh, Honorable Toko Tijiza and tomorrow they will uh, defy her, and uh, they, if they are instructed to sit down, they will stand up, all of them. If they are instructed to keep quiet so that they give other people a chance to speak, they will speak all of them. So it's not about who is in the chair. And the African National Congress can demonstrate this thing by appointing other parties. But uh, it is not about them. It is about them taking a decision to defy. Mm-hmm. Other political parties don't defy. Even though they themselves raise uh, a very pertinent and very serious questions, they don't defy instructions from the presiding officer. What's in the person who's sitting there? It is about the rules.
1: Well, I guess we won't know then, but let's go back to the lines. Uh, Mike and Newlands, good morning.
0: Good morning, Eskayan. Good morning, Pamela. I'm with the EFF on this one. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, Parliament's been a circus for the last 20 years because questions are never answered. Uh, I mean, I think Dean Apule herself didn't answer one question that was put to her for almost an entire year. Uh, and I remember another question put to the army general as to why he went first class to Malaysia, the question is never answered. So I think the EFF are doing us a favour, and I think they're bringing things to a head, and I, I support them in this one because if we're not answering questions, Parliament is a joke, and then we can we might as let the you know the national uh, the African National Congress just get on with it because we're not getting answers to our questions.
1: Thank, Thank you so much, Mike and Newlands. Uh, Aubrey and Acha, Good morning.
0: Hi, Sakina. Hi, Aubrey. Yes, Sakina. Sakina, I am a loyal member of the ANC. But just tell me, I just want to tell this to to Stone Cesari. I'm hurtful because they are are using their majority in parliament to
5: to uphold corruption in parliament. How long have uh, they been fighting corruption in 21 years?
1: Uh, thank you, Aubrey. Apologies there. Uh, seemingly uh, losing some of our lists, our guests there on the lines. We'll try and get them back. In the meantime, let's hear from um, Irvin in Nalspreet. Good morning.
7: Hi, Sakina. You know, in my opinion, anarchy begets anarchy. A stone and his uh, sidekicks there in Parliament. They should not be holier than thou. Let me tell you, if the EFF can try to do things with the This thing will be watered down and uh, nobody will be held responsible. We will be told, yeah, all those people who were responsible for for this project, they died. They started talking about this thing in 2009. The expose was in 2009. What did the ANC do during that time up until uh, now? What did they do? There's nothing. So in my opinion... It, whether it's wrong or right what the EFF is doing, it's immaterial. What is important is for us to look at the ANC itself. Can the ANC rid itself of corrupt elements like our number one or not? That's the big question that we should be asking, not whether the EFF is right or wrong in Parliament. But what I can tell you for sure is that anarchy, pickets, anarchy. Malik should do her job. Thank you.
1: Thanks so much. Oven and Outspread, Colani and Klerkstorff.
8: Hi, uh, sister. How are you? Well, and you? Good. Okay. You know, so Again, that uh, the rules are, are only good and applicable if applied to everybody equally. Number two is that you know, the decision comes and telling us that EFF are doing whatever. But the issue is that when Baleka said in the Parliament, Zuma was above others. He never stand up, and say, "Look, Madam Speaker, I'm calling to order now. We are all equally in Parliament." What you can see is that you know they are only there to defend. You know, wherever whom they want to defend, the issue of EFF, you know, they are doing right, you know, actually. Imagine, you know, if we can go to Parliament, Zuma comes there and just start to laugh, hi Bobo, hi Bobo, and then he left, what will you gained as the South Africans? You know, really, it's really, you know, they don't know what they are there for. They are there for their stomach, the AIMC members, because if they really, really care about South Africa, as a member of Parliament, you don't serve your party. You serve as South African, whether I'm an EFF or what DA, you serve us. But now they they just serve, I don't know what, I, they had 265 members of 465 members of e n c That's what they serve in Parliament. EFF, they must not stop that. You cannot do the rules for certain things. These rules, they will never last even the next two, three years. EFF is not there one day. What happened to these rules? They send people from ANC, they stand up and do and shout. Last time I was shouting my lamb at the Parliament. I'm not going to sit down all those things. What happened? It must be taken out also him. You know? Thanks again.
1: okay that's uh Colani in uh clerkstorp uh let's go to zintle epizana good morning
8: good morning I, I, I must go to, to honorable yes yes i can i can hear you continue zitle hello continue please yes
1: you know i was I, I was going to go to floyd first honorable floyd and say there must be
5: rules otherwise if there are no rules there will be anarchy that is number one Number two, to honorable uh, Stone Susan, we are very disappointed of the ANC if the ANC is going only to rely on its majority. The ANC, we know, is the ANC that engages and debates on issues and does not resort every time to majority, and that's called majoritarianism. We don't vote them to become uh, voting voters in Parliament. Lastly, when is the ANC going to stop? defending and using the the, 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 the expense of the organization to defend only one person when there are so many
9: members to be defended.
1: Thank you very much, Sakina. Thank you, Zisei. Gift in Port Elizabeth.
9: Hi, Sakina, and hi to your guest. Look, I I think there's one issue that is missing here, and I think most of the callers have not dealt with, uh, whether we agree or disagree with the EFF, including its posture in Parliament. Because I think uh, everybody understands that at least they have brought vibrance in Parliament. But to me, I think the AFF is adopting a a course of action that is very dangerous for our country. First and foremost, it is not their rights are to be heard that is in question. It is their insistence on being heard at the exclusion of others. And I think we have to agree on that one. And also, it is their determination to bully, to intimidate, and to shout down any other thought. And... It is to do whatever they ever wants or what his leader wants, irrespective of their consideration. But I think last issue, Sagina I cannot believe that there can be no consequence of bringing parliament to a halt. If necessary, I think to me the rules need to be written or rewritten and applied in such a way that there is a court-approved constitutional compliant basis for parliamentary discourse to carry out with some semblance of order. And to me, again, lastly, if no solution is found that enables Parliament to do its work of oversight of government management and mismanagement, with an opportunity for all members of Parliament to be heard, then the rule of law is peril, and so is our democracy.
1: Thank you so much uh, Gift, and Of course so many more calls coming through But let me just go to the uh, panel very quickly uh, To get a response from them uh, Basically just to weigh in uh, John's DNAs um, On what uh, some of our listeners have raised uh, here this morning And many of them uh, raising this point over and over again And it says um, uh, This one by a graduate of Uni of Life um, We may not agree with EFF on how to behave in Pali But EFF is doing us all a favour here Majoritarian rule is killing Pali. Uh, There seems to be, uh, you know, a bit of a common thread developing along those lines. What's your response to that?
3: Well, I think you don't beat majority rule by who can shock other people down the loudest. because that's a tyranny of the cacophony rather than a tyranny of the majority. Um, I also think that, you know, certainly the fifth parliament is certainly a lot more vibrant. But we must also acknowledge that, you know, the EFF uh, pretend that they are the custodians of parliamentary accountability and that they are the custodians of the matter of Incandla and pay back the money. I think it's apposite to point out that, in fact, when the DA first was raising these issues around Incandla, many of the people that sit on the EFF benches were on the front bench of defending President Zuma at that time and calling people tea girls, etc. So, you know, they've now adopted this mantle, but it's not sustained by the fact. I think that some of the points made by Quarters are missing out on some key, key important aspects. The first is that the Constitution empowers Parliament to make rules to govern its internal procedures. So this is, it's constitutionally empowered to do so, and it must be done in a manner that, in, that minority interests are represented in the House. Now, you cannot have a situation where parties like the ACDP and others, who only really get a chance to ask the President a question at least once a year because of the party rotation system, lose their opportunity to do so because one party decides that they want the Incandla matter to be the only matter discussed in the national assembly. Now, that can never be the case. We have so many more important issues that are facing. Incandla is important. The president must pay back the money. But there are hundreds of thousands...
1: Yes. <clears throat> okay, we seem to have lost chance. TNA isn't there. Uh, Floyd Chibambu? Now
4: look, uh, rules should be uh, guiding Parliament and it must not just for a specific political party, it must be for all of us. The Constitution gives guidance in terms of rules, in terms of how the executive uh, must uh, conduct itself. The public protector is found against the sitting president on the Executive Ethics Code and Act. And he is not complying to that. And, 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 and they set up the committee, just to give you an example, to look into what the public protector has said. They sit there as the ANC, insult the public protector, question the authority, question the findings. And when these other political parties which are participating in that committee say that, let us allow her to come and explain some of the issues, they say, no, we can't ex- she can't explain anything, she has done a job and everything. else. So what do you call that? It's just a party which is just using its majority. It cannot utilize superior logic to argue valid points. It's scared of the public protector. It's scared to be exposed on the lies that they are repeating every day else. Uh, And and that is is why we're saying that there is nothing genuine. There is nothing bona fide in what the ANC is doing. All they are doing there is just to be soldiers of Jacob Zuma so that they defend him or everything else that, that he does. And we can never allow South Africa to degenerate to that level. There are mm-hmm. so many countries in the continent and, and other parts of the world that have collapsed because of defense of one individual. And we can never allow parliament to be an instrument that is utilized to justify the corruption of the, the sitting president, the wrong things that are happening uh, 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 in, in, in our country. So, so mm-hmm. we have to hold everyone accountable. When Son Suzanne started now, he said, no. the members of the public, all of them, are condemning what the EFF is doing. Some have called now. We, are, we get feedback as well from the public. They are saying that there is completely nothing wrong with us holding the executive uh, accountable. I think that the ANC is in touch with the ground, and that is going to be exposed on good elections mm. next day, holding that. We are are correcting what we're doing.
1: Holding the executive accountable, but uh, the question is about the how. As Gift was saying, it is your insistence on being heard at the expense of others that is problematic.
0: Absolutely.
4: You know, there is no other way. There is completely no other way to hold the executive accountable than insisting on them to answer the questions that have been asked you can't say that you are asked a question and then brush it aside. I'll give you an example now. We submitted a question again to say, when is Mr. Zuma going to pay back the money? And what the parliamentary staff did, the table did, they wrote back to us to say, this is not a question of national importance, there is nothing strategic about it, these are the kind of questions you must ask a president. What kind of a parliament is that which says to public representatives that you can't ask this question, you can't ask that other question, ask this insects? What, 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 what kind of rules are that that say that people who have been elected by 1.1 million of the voters must be told what to do, what to say, and everything else? They Christians on order their they the might as well exist on their own. And, and it's we it's can't it. agree it's and it's allow that to wrong. happen because at the end of the day, it's the it's constitution, right. constitution is what tests and guides all of us. It is not parliamentary <coughs> supremacy, it's constitutional you know, supremacy. Okay,
0: on, we, hold on, hold on, rules hold rules. on. Yes.
1: Okay. That's why we yes. all these rules the, yes. of, all yes. court. the court Okay. To
0: this issues, yes. All right. Um, uh, Dr. Mulder? No, the, the matter is there are 12 opposition parties. I think of those 12 opposition parties, there's only one that don't want to keep the NC or the executives to account. The other 11 all agree that the president should be held accountable and that he should pay back the money. The question, the absolute question is, how do we do that? And the EFF strategy is, and they've said that before the election, that they are going to bring the revolution to parliament. And that is exactly what we're experiencing. But if you look at the Constitution, Section 42.3 says that parliament should form a platform and be the platform for national discourse and debate about national issues. It's not a question of only keeping the ANC to account in terms of Parliament. If the ANC doesn't want to get the held account in terms of the majority, it's also about perceptions. We've got to get the message out of the public that they can hear the arguments between the parties. And the only way to hear those arguments is if we are allowed to debate. And you cannot debate if one party takes over the whole precinct of Parliament and tries to prevent the others from doing their job.
1: Uh, Mr. Cizani?
2: I'm worried about uh, this debate because again uh, deliberately perhaps uh, removes the rules and wants to state whatever he wants to say outside the rules. The last issue that he was talking about, blaming the parliamentary officers about the questions to be asked and not to be asked, he forgets to say and state to the public so that South Africans know that there is a rule that governs even questions. There's a rule that says you do not ask a question every day, one question, because you must allow other questions to be raised as well, like Honorable Mulda is saying. And he says that they were told not to ask, ask the same question. And of course, the rule is right. You cannot ask one question all the time you must give a opportunity for other members to ask. But there's two, three things that have been said here yeah, that should not be uh, un- go, should not go unanswered. The first one is you know I don't understand we go for elections and elections is such an expensive exercise we go for elections in order to get the majority majoritarianism is recognized in the constitution. Everybody here says that we should not use the majority if we do not uh, f- agree with a posit- Particular position we should Negotiate it and after Negotiating if there's a cul we should Not resort to a vote and, and what, what then would be the purpose of Our numbers and our democracy If op- opinions are Not tested through a vote Secondly you do not you know the other caller was talking about ANC he knows engages And present superior Arguments which I agree with But how do you engage and present a superior argument with somebody who's shouting you down, who never even listens to engagement. Thirdly, you know, if, which again, going back to Honorable uh, Mulder, the EFF before election said they will make parliament ungovernable. Because they are bent on challenging one particular individual they do not like, which is President Zuma. Now, all other ministers and deputy ministers should be held accountable, not this one particular individual only, and through one particular question. Every other question that governs the lives of South Africans should be raised, and accountability should be expressed on that basis, not on one View only the 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 e f f one. The question about the public protector's issue. I think we should allow the public protector to do her work instead of representing her. Because sometimes when people pretend to be representing the public protector, they misrepresent and distort what she's saying. And and I don't understand why. And today, I appear to be pres- protecting the public protector, but I think the public protector is doing a good job by raising the questions but unfortunately she herself has admitted that her, her her reports can be tested and tested through the law and that is exactly what should happen instead of shouting at her every every everywhere and through platforms that would not resolve the matter
1: well let's get back to the lines taking the last few calls here uh, dennis blumen good morning
6: uh, good morning sakina and good morning to the panel Satina, um, firstly, I want to say that uh, the Congress of the People subscribe to discipline and respect. But you see, Satina, you had a veteran of the ANC on this very same matter, Ben Churo. The issue here is not about rules. Rules will never change the situation. It is about... The president must answer the question. The president don't want to respect the Constitution and the Chapter 9 institution, and that is the public protect. If the president can answer that question, I can tell you that everything in Parliament will run smoothly. But for as long as the president is not answering that question, that is what Chulog have said, a veteran of the ANC. You can't run away from that, that. That thing, they can they can change all the rules in Parliament. But I can tell you, that that problem will never be solved.
1: Okay, thank you so much, uh, Dennis Bloom. Um, uh, Rose in Durban. Good morning.
10: Hi, Sakina. You know, when I'm listening to Stone Cezanne uh, over the radio, uh, there's so many questions rushing through my head because. Uh, There's one question I'd like to put to him, and I'd like him to answer, if he can, with a yes or a no. Does he agree with the amount of money that was spent on Encandler? Because all we hear is the ANC using its majority, blah, blah, fish cakes. But the point is there must be people within the ANC that are absolutely gobsmacked by the amount of money that has been spent. My other point is that, um, you know, Anarchy, I want to read this to you. It's a one-line is a state of disorder due to absence or non-recognition of authority or other controlling systems. And one of your other callers said, anarchy begets, begets anarchy. And the anarchy is... Be- I don't agree with what the EFS does in Parliament because the other opposition parties are right. We can't get anything else discussed. But the fact is that anarchy begins with the ANC, refusing to answer to an authority that has been put there to ask the questions. And just one more small thing. In Cape Town, at one of the sittings of the, of the, I think, either the municipal or the uh, provincial parliament, you talk about anarchy. The ANC councillors were actually dancing around and toy toying and throwing the agendas all over the place so that that sitting had to be adjourned. Anarchy begets, begets anarchy, and it's starting with ANC. They need to take a good hard look at themselves and see why they are protecting Jacob Zuma at the cost of everything in this country.
1: Okay. An- Thank you so much, Rose. want to run through uh, the last uh, caller here, uh, Prophet OJ in Mahikeng. Good morning.
5: Good morning, Sagina. I love you. I'm saved by the blood of God, Jesus Christ. Sagina. We know we all know in South Africa that there is a bad blood, blood between the EF and the and the ANC. How they parted ways, but that is not my point at the moment. You know, the the, the I don't condo- condone how the EFF you know reacts to matters in Parliament. But again, I don't condone a situation whereby the ruling party would not do anything about more than two hundred million uh, rent spent on. Uh, President Diego Zuma's private home. They could have done something about this thing long before even the, 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 the public protector uh, uh, issued uh, an investigation. So I'm asking please my friends the public, the people of South Africa can no longer condone a situation whereby monies are spent and there is no one who is standing up to, uh, to, to account for, for, for that money. You could have done something long time ago. We want you as our a, as a ruling party, when there is a, a corruption move somewhere, we want you to act smoothly and swiftly.
1: Well, unfortunately, all we have time for, uh, here's a parting shot. uh, Tonic and also um, outside Manduli both saying that what happens in the event that questions are not answered in Parliament? What are you left to do then? And unfortunately, we can't even take a response to that question, but we'll leave it hanging and perhaps come to it at the later stage. Thanks to our guest this morning from the ANC Stone Izane, Dr. Corné Mulder from the Freedom Front plus uh, John Stianaison from the Democratic Alliance and Floyd Chivambu from uh, the Economic Freedom Fighters. It's nine o'clock and time for news uh, with um, Kumbuzile Tabete.